My name is Lily Madden, and I'm a proud Aranda, Bunjalung, Kalkadun woman from Gadigal country. The Daily Oz acknowledges that this podcast is recorded on the lands of the Gadigal people and pays respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander nations. We pay our respects to the first peoples of these countries, both past and present. Good morning and welcome to The Daily Oz. It's Friday the 19th of January. I'm Sam. I'm Zara. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese has confirmed the Stage 3 tax cuts will still be introduced from July. This means everyone earning above $45,000 will receive a tax cut, meaning more money in your bank account in the second half of this year but it will benefit higher income earners the most. These cuts have been controversial because many economists are worried it will contribute to inflation, but the Prime Minister has said it won't. We're going to tell you what you need to know about the Stage 3 tax cuts in today's Deep Dive. But first, Zara, what is making headlines this morning? Queenslanders are bracing for the possibility of more severe weather with warnings a tropical cyclone could make landfall next week. The Bureau of Meteorology warned there's a high chance of a cyclone forming over the weekend, with an unpredictable tropical low developing in the Coral Sea. Forecasters said there's a risk of the weather system severely impacting communities on the east coast of Queensland from Tuesday. Two Malaysian terror suspects have pleaded guilty to their involvement in the 2002 Bali bombings. 202 people, including 88 Australians, died in the terrorist attack on a popular tourist district of the Indonesian island. Hundreds of others were wounded in the bombings. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese said he welcomed those responsible for the attacks, quote, now finally being held accountable for their actions. The men have been held in the US military prison of Guantanamo Bay since 2006. Both are expected to be sentenced next week. New research shows Greenland's glaciers are melting at a more rapid pace than scientists had predicted. Findings published in the academic journal Nature showed over 1,000 gigatons of ice has melted since 1985. That's contributing to rising sea levels in the North Atlantic Ocean. Researchers found that Greenland's glaciers were melting 20% faster than earlier estimates. And today's good news, this one's been octopying my thoughts for the last day or so. Four new deep-sea octopus species have been discovered near Costa Rica. The Schmidt Ocean Institute discovered the deep-sea specimens, including thriving nurseries of octopus eggs, during two expeditions last year. Okay, so Sam, the government has confirmed that these new tax cuts are coming and that means more money in some people's bank accounts from July. Can we just start before we actually get to the stage three part of it all to explain how income tax in Australia actually works? I think there's no greater start to a Friday than going through Australia's tax system. So settle in. Hopefully I'm not going to make this too dry, but yeah, we got to talk about tax. So our income tax system is called a progressive system, and that basically means that you pay progressively more tax the more that you earn. And it works in stages. So very quickly, you pay no tax on the first $18,200 you earn in a year, but then every dollar you earn above $18,200 gets taxed, and that starts at a rate of 19%. 
And then that goes up in increments. That's why we call it progressive, right up to the highest tax bracket for income over $180,000. And if you're in that bracket, you're taxed at 45% for every dollar earned above that 180K mark. So basically what you need to know through all of those numbers and figures is that people who earn more pay more tax. However, that's not quite true in practice because of things like tax deductions or how they structure their finances, how they do their accounting, and and a variety of other exceptions. I do feel like we could do a whole episode on why it is that those highest earners aren't paying the most tax, but we'll put that aside for a second to really focus on these stage three tax cuts. It's been in the news for a really long time. Can you just walk me through what the stage three tax cuts actually mean? So basically, in the stage three tax cuts, the tax rate on annual earnings for the dollars that you earn between $45,000 and $200,000 is going to be reduced. Now, to zoom out a little bit, this is the third stage of a three-stage plan to cut taxes, hence the name stage three. And the stage one and stage two tax cuts were more focused on low and middle income earners. So currently, Incomes between $45,000 and $120,000 are taxed at 32.5%. And then you've got another bracket above that between $120,000 and $180,000, and that's taxed at 37%. And then above that, above $180,000 is taxed at 45%. Now, all of that is going to change under the stage three tax cuts. And what's going to happen is that there's going to be a single tax rate of 30% will instead apply for all incomes between $45,000 and $200,000. I remember in my first job um, when I was working in government relations, I had a boss who tried to draw out what progressive tax meant. Um, look, we're a couple of years on. <laughs> It, it's still kind of still bamboozles me. you. Yes. Yeah, so just to clarify, everyone earning between forty five thousand dollars and two hundred thousand dollars will be taxed at the same rate from July, and this will mean that everyone earning above forty five thousand dollars is receiving a tax cut. But the biggest impacts will be on high income earners, and then nothing will change for people who earn less than forty five k a year. Is that right? We should call you Treasurer Sidler from now on. That was perfect. I think anyone that knows me knows that's a terrible idea. <laughs> Getting back to it, though, I do feel like we've been talking about stage three tax cuts for an incredibly long time. When did this all get decided? Well, to find the roots of this modern plan, we need to go back to Scott Morrison. Not only when he was prime minister, but even before that, when he was treasurer. And so back in 2018 and 2019, the then coalition government announced this three-stage plan to cut taxes. As I've been saying throughout, we're now at this stage three point. Now, at the time, the Labor Party, who were in opposition, voted in favour of those tax cuts, so they were for the plan. And during the election campaign in 2022, when Anthony Albanese won, they promised to keep them in place if they were elected. And so we know they were elected, and since then they've consistently faced this pressure to cancel the Stage 3 tax cuts. And as this July date, where the Stage 3 cuts are meant to be coming into place, that pressure has been increasing. I think a lot of people might be confused with that specifically because a lot of us would be thinking more money in our bank account. That sounds pretty Mm. good, especially in the cost of living crisis we're in. So what's the issue here? Well, this is where things get really interesting and we have to start bringing in different economists who have different arguments. There's, you know, different theories about what will happen 
in a world where there's stage three tax cuts. But basically, what some economists are saying is that these tax cuts could actually make the cost of living crisis worse. And the reason why they're saying that is economists argue that by giving more money to high income earners, that could drive up how much people are spending. And when we have more spending in the economy, we see prices increase because there's higher demand. And so to put that in really simple terms, they're worried it's going to mean there's too much money in the economy and not enough supply. You would have heard businesses talking for a while about supply chain issues over the last couple of years. I mean, that's been enhanced by the war in Ukraine. And as people compete with one another to buy what's available or, you know, the small pool of what is available, prices are going to go up. I want to take you through two examples of how this could impact the economy, one super big and one super small. So let's go big first and let's talk about housing. Let's say that everyone had more money to spend on a potential future home. That would mean that at least for the short term, there's more people at an auction. And if there's more people at an auction, then the prices are going to be typically higher. Now, the way that the government could solve that is by increasing the number of houses there are in Australia in terms of supply. But we know it takes time to build more houses. So even assuming that enough houses were built for the demand in the market, there'd still be a crunch period where the price of housing would go up really quickly. And then I often think it's really helpful to think of a tiny example. So think about a restaurant and you're going out for dinner on a Saturday night. After these stage three tax cuts, more people could have more money to spend on nice things like going out for dinner. So more people go and make a reservation at a really nice restaurant. And because that restaurant is suddenly a lot busier, the restaurant can raise prices on a plate of food from 25 bucks to 35 bucks. And that's a really simple way of explaining inflation. But again, to be super clear, this is only what some economists are saying in terms of the effect of stage three tax cuts. Because there are some economists who, on the flip side, are saying that income tax has a very small impact on inflation and that these cuts aren't really going to be big enough to make that much of an impact. So they say those nice plates of food or those house prices are going to pretty much remain the same. All right. So those are some of the concerns that some economists hold around what could happen with these stage three tax cuts. The government is still pushing ahead with it, though. So what is the opposition saying? Well, remember, they're the ones that came up with this plan in 2018-2019, and their stance on the plan hasn't changed. They want the tax cuts to go ahead. This week, Shadow Treasurer Angus Taylor urged the government to make what he described as an unambiguous commitment to the cuts. And that's why we're talking about it today, right? Because he did that? Exactly. So Anthony Albanese stood up on Wednesday and gave a super simple answer to being asked about the tax cuts. He said, the tax cuts will happen in July. And he's also previously denied that the tax cuts will cause inflation, but the government hasn't provided the specific modelling to really prove this, so we're going to have to wait and see. Sam, thanks for making tax sound not so boring on a Friday morning, and thanks everyone for listening to The Daily Oz. Before we go, stay tuned for Monday's episode because The Daily Oz has some very exciting news that we'll be announcing. Until then, have a fabulous weekend.